0: This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips.
1: Good morning and welcome to Town Square Sunday. I'm your host, Jim Phillips. Town Square Sunday is a community service program highlighting organizations and individuals seeking to make Greater New Bedford a better place to live and work. Today, we're talking about the lawn bowling program in the city at Hazelwood Park work that's been done there to restore the greens at the park. With me today is Mary Raposa, who's the New Bedford director of Parks, Recreation, and Beaches, and Anne Marie Bryant, the Hazelwood Park Greens coordinator. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, Mr. Raposa, let's start with you. It wasn't too long ago that the lawn bowling area at Hazelwood Park was in substandard condition. That's correct. And uh, I remember uh, you and others came on to talk about some of the not only the work that to be done, but also some of the goals and aspirations you had uh, to make that bring that area up to uh, up to uh, up to snuff. So there was some refurbishing that was done. Um, tell us about that.
0: Sure. So we. Um had been working with the Friends of Hazelwood Park. Uh, there were youth groups, specifically Youth Opportunities Unlimited, who had been out there lawn bowling on the greens, the existing greens, for a number of years. And what we were hearing from the public and what the friends were hearing was that, you know, folks would come out if we could get the greens back into, you know, play a uh, playable surface. So um, the city, working with the community, was uh, brought on a designer to do the... Um, we brought on tim garish this is what he does he does athletic field so he did the design for us and then we went into construction and the construction was completed um winter of 2021 so the summer of 2022 was our first summer just starting to get people back on the greens and it it really was a community effort you know we were able to um bring in over 180 thousand dollars in private donations towards the restoration of the greens so um And then the balance of that was all grant funds that we were able to attract to the uh, construction and the renovation. So um, it really has been a community effort to get these greens back in play
1: shape. And Anne-Marie Bryant, you know, the old saying is uh, build it and they will come. And apparently people have come, have come back to the greens and uh, are now involved in playing. Tell us about the involvement.
2: Exactly. Well, we started out, as Mary mentioned, with offering community-free lessons. Mm -hmm. So it was, let's get anyone out there to be able to play on the greens. So we started with the lawn bowling, and we actually have every Thursday evening from 6 to 8 o'clock. And, of course, now it happens to be nighttime, so guess what? We play under the lights. And we've got people coming out, and they are learning from people who have bowled um, before. So we also have a lawn bowling club, the New Bedford Lawn Bowling Club, and they come out as well on Thursday evening, and they bowl, and they also help all the newcomers. So with the bowling, um, some of the groups that we've had come out have been the Veterans Transition House. So the veterans have been coming out on Monday mornings at 9 Mm -hmm. o'clock. We have a lot of youth groups. Through the summer, we had um, the YOU group, the Youth Opportunity Unlimited. We had the community boating; children from there that came down as well. In bold, we've had schools. We've had our sister school for one um, that came down and bold, as well as I'm going to introduce croquet. We also do both of those sports, and the seniors lots of seniors um, from all of the senior centers in the area we've got them coming out and bowling as well
1: so, and Maria, the uh, the original i won't say the original lawn bowlers but folks who bowled before the before the construction they've come back
2: i actually have in the lawn bowling club there are two gentlemen Actually, I'm going to say I'm pretty proud. Um, One is my uncle who Mm -hmm. bowled way back when, when he was in his early 20s. And Mm. he is now still part of the club. He joined the club. He comes out bowling as well. So there are some. How old is
1: he? He he is
2: 82 right now and comes out. And I also have my dad who's 90, going to be 96. He also comes out and he bowled way back
1: when as well. I can remember... Uh, I'm not quite that old, but I can remember uh, going by there and seeing old-timers sitting on the benches and watching and participating as well, and uh, I said to myself, and I think some people drive by today and say to themselves, oh, that's just stuff for old people, that you know." but that's not the case, is it?
2: No, it's not the case. I mean, anyone can bowl, whether you're right-handed, whether you're left-handed, whether you're young. We start, I have seven-year-olds that are coming out to bowl out there Um, all the way through, as I mentioned, um, you know, as old as they want to come on. And um, it's just a very inclusive sport. It's great for families as well. I mean, it doesn't use Wi-Fi, and there's no electricity um, that's out there. And we provide all the equipment as well, too.
1: That's, you know, that that's great. Now, is there a cost to join a league or to start a league? Or
2: There is a cost to join our club, okay. um, and that cost um, is going to—it may change for next year. We just yeah. started out this year, so, sure. you know, we're kind of learning as we go. And the um, free lessons, that's where I tell, whether you want to come as a club, a school, a group, um, the veterans, come to that Thursday evening um, and see what it's all about. You know, try it out. And then from there, you can branch off. And same with the croquet. We have croquet on Friday afternoons from 4 to 6. We have instructors there as well. So I say, come out, try it. You may want to do one sport and then decide you may want to do the other sport or vice versa.
1: Mary Ann, uh, Mary Raposa, uh, tell us uh, who are the financial folks behind this because apparently you you started something here that uh, has a nice start to it and probably going to get bigger. But the people who said, hey, we need to do something about this and some people in stepped up? Were there grants? Was it private donations? So it was
0: a combination of both. So we did have one very generous anonymous donor, but we also had lots of small uh, donations. And the Friends of Hazelwood Park held a couple of fundraisers as well. So they were able to bring in, as I said, $180,000 in um, private donations towards the construction. And then we, we uh, attracted another 250000 in grants. And uh, one of those grants was... Um, Senator Montigny gave some money. We had CPA funding, and so we were able to pull together, you know, everything, including as in uh, 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 Marie mentioned, the lights. So these greens are actually lit, so we can we can continue to play into the evening as the you know the days grow shorter this fall. It,
1: is it a grass surface or is it? Uh, it uh, is artificial. No, it's,
0: it's grass, so it's, it's grass. very similar to what you would see at a golf green. Okay, it's very similar.
1: Um, You have brought back, you may not realize this, but you folks have brought back a little bit of old New Bedford, of what New Bedford kind (laughs) of used to be. Uh, Anne-Marie mentioned no Wi-Fi. I think (laughs) that's probably a good thing. We have enough Wi-Fi things uh, going on, but you brought back something that is really special for a lot of people. What's been the reaction? Uh, Anne-Marie, you probably heard more, but.
2: Well, I'm going to say the neighbors who live along all areas of the park, they've been watching and watching very closely to see, is it going to be used? You know, what are we going to see out there? And this summer was a very, very hot summer. So they were still watching. And now for September, they're just coming out of their buildings. And they're coming down, and they're like, I want to try it. I want to see. So word of mouth just keeps spreading um, out there. And every week, there are new people that are coming. And they come the following week, they're bringing another person with them. So it's pretty exciting because the energy and the momentum
1: is growing. What have you heard, uh, Mary, about uh, about the reaction from folks?
0: Yes. So, you know, one of the things we're hearing from folks is that our greens really are, they're calling it world class. That's not my words. That's theirs. Um, we've had clubs from all over New England. We've had folks who are snowbirds down in Florida who play croquet primarily who um, have come and looked at the greens and are just thrilled because um, you know there there are greens um, throughout New England and down along the East Coast and all over the world actually mm-hmm. and um, and so there you know croquet and bowling are big big sports internationally croquet I think is going to be in the Olympics fairly yeah. soon. And so, um, you know, they're really, the, the national organizations have really been on board with this. We have spent time with the um, director of both the USA Bowls organization as well as the USA Croquet organization. They've been to our greens. They're very excited. And um, they're, you know, they've both done a tournament there this summer. It was, they were both really well attended. And they are just so pleased with the addition of our greens to the play surfaces that are available. Can I add something to Mary
2: on that? Because she mentioned um, having the world organizations, you know, come to see us. We were able to have a gentleman by the name of James Creasy, who is from the Denver um, Croquet Club. And he's president of the club as well as he's won um, different awards along the way. Well, he came out and he helped us set up what we call glow-in-the-dark croquet. So we had a match and we're going to continue to have some and it's pretty exciting. We're opening it to the public and all they have to do now is to be able to go on um, New Bedford's website, sign up for it, come on down and
1: have some fun get to that all of that in just a second this is town square sunday i'm jim phillips my guests are mary Raposa, director of parks recreation and beaches for the city of new bedford and Anne marie bryant the uh greens coordinator at hazelwood park and we're talking about lawn bowling and croquet and the new greens the fairly new greens at uh, hazelwood park now a couple of uh, seasons old if you will but uh, clearly still brand new um, so how long will this season go on uh, Anne Marie and I, I guess uh, you're still encouraging people to show up I don't know if every week will be like this week <laughs> and absolutely beautiful but uh, this past week but clearly um, we've got some time to keep doing this don't we we
2: certainly do our outdoor schedule we're going into November So, as long as there's no snow out there, we will go right through the middle of November. We can still play in the cool weather. Like I said, we have the lights and dress warm, and we can even
1: serve hot chocolate out there. (laughs) All right. So, uh, there you go. Uh, If you're interested, really, you should. uh, If if people are interested in getting involved, how should they do that, uh, Mary?
0: So, there's two ways to do that. They can um, go to our website, which is www.nu nbprb which are the initials of new bedford parks recreation and beaches nbprb.com and they can find um, information on the free programming as well as the registrations for any of the specific programs like the glow in the dark croquet that's going to be coming up they can also reach out to anne marie and i'll let her give you her email address and they can get more information that way anne has been great about getting the word out, so it's also available on Destination New Bedford's website.
1: Okay, so uh, there's a lot going on. The season will go on for another five or six weeks, and uh, as long as there's no snow, according to uh, <laughs> anne that's fine. Um, how long does lawn bowling go back in the city of New Bedford?
0: Oh, so, you know, this is one of the interesting things is that I've learned the, a lot of history about lawn bowling. So lawn bowling actually goes back to before the Revolution. So when the British uh, um, folks were coming over way back, they brought lawn bowling with them. And um, lawn bowling was very popular, but during the American Revolution, um, the war against the British back in the 1700s, um, it became um, a sign of disloyalty to uh, play lawn bowling. So the folks who were enthusiastic, the greens were all destroyed. It was part of the statement against the British. So back then, what folks who were very enthusiastic started doing, I'm told, is that they started playing in alleyways behind bars, which is where our current indoor bowling with with alleys comes from. So those transitioned from the lawn bowling. And um, it's actually because of that history that lawn bowling is not as big here as it is in so many other parts of the world in Australia and Europe and India. Lawn bowling is huge. Um, So, you know, that's one of the things that the the national organization is very excited about is about really bringing this sport back because it's a great sport. And it's, as Anne-Marie was saying, it's just so accessible. And, you know, we love that families can come out and seven-year-olds can be playing with their parents. I mean, it's just great.
1: I guess there used to be greens in the north end as well. There, that's right. There were greens in Brooklyn Park. All right. Here comes the question: Any plans to uh, somehow rejuvenate present. that?
0: Not at present. We, um, you know, we'll see. If if this just continues to grow and the demand is there, then yeah, we would take a look at that for sure.
1: All right. There, there it is. Mary uh, Mary Raposa, who was uh, the director of parks and recreation and beaches here. Uh, this is a wonderful idea. Folks can sign up. Uh, they can learn more on the city's website they can call hazelwood park is that right there you have a number there no no
2: they'll okay. have to call mary can you so find they that can one? call
0: our office which is 508 508 961 3015 you can tell how often i call myself <laughs> so uh, 508-961-3015 Anne marie does have an email as well
1: okay Anne marie
2: you want to share that sure and that's hazelwood park greens, with an S, greens, at gmail.com.
1: Terrific program. Uh, you're, they're signing up, folks, probably for next year as well. Are we doing yes. that yet?
0: Oh Yeah, they, the registration for next year is not up yet, but it will be soon. And right. one of the exciting things we just found out is that the um, Special Olympics actually has a croquet, is one of the events, and so the Special Olympics in Massachusetts are going to be coming down and looking at the greens because they want to start a team in Massachusetts.
1: And where else but in New Bedford? Right. Sure enough. Okay. Uh, there's someone if you don't know anything about lawn bowling, don't worry. There's people on the premises to help you learn this game and to have a lot of fun doing it. This certainly has been a great week for lawn bowling. My guests have been the director of New Bedford Parks, Recreation and Beaches, Mary Raposa and Anne Marie Brian director of the Greens at Hazelwood Park. Thank you both for coming in and sharing the information about lawn bowling. And uh, it's a pretty active program in the yep. Bedford. That's and great croquet. News. Don't forget the croquet. And <laughs> up- croquet as well, sure <laughs> enough. Well, stay right here. Town Square Sunday will return in just a moment.